time for the Malloy Drive Show podcast. Make every race this spring carnival even more exciting with Ladbrokes. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Okay, Australia, you know him. You can count on him. I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him. Hello. Go to the top shelf, ladies. And now, it's his show. Here we go, people. This is Malloy. Hello, Australia. Welcome to the big Thursday edition of Malloy. Hello, Dave. How you going, Mickey? Big news. Triple M are back with cricket. Rock and cricket. Thank you. It's about time. They do a great job. And I'll have a couple of big announcements to make okay. uh, here in just a moment right. regarding mm-hmm. uh, Triple M Rocks Cricket. Uh, I'm going to have an entertainment report as well. Uh, Tiger King Season 2, not far away. Another one. Yes, uh, Adele concerts looming. Come on, get involved. <laughs> there is a Gone Wild. Good. There is a very good Gone Wild that involves bats, farmers, Pablo Escobar's hippos <laughs> and buzzards. Right on. Stay away I'm if in. you can. Charlie Pickering, friend oh, of the show, is back. He always brings us in something to listen to so that he's plucked. Yeah, he's good with uh, the TV shows, isn't from he? From digital TV. Yeah, we'll yeah. have a look at that. We'll take your calls. We'll take your tweets. We'll do the song whisperer. Oh, nice. So much to get through. Sounds Long like a good day. Day. Here we go for a big Thursday. It's Triple M Rocks Cricket. All the details for that. This is Malloy. Triple M Cricket. Here we go. Is here. As we're back, rocking the ashes. Come then, Tongs. Hold it! Hit for Knocked him over! And this year, we've got the best in the business. Have some of that. Tubby. He's given it! We're Triple M. We can do what we like. Haddon. Shouldn't go down as a drop. He didn't even get near it. And even royalty in Lord Ian Botham. Can you imagine what would happen in England for his 42 degrees? Oh, You'll see what a lobster looks like when it's been boiled. <laughs> this summer from December 8. Game on, Moles. Triple M rocks cricket. Yeah, we do. This is exciting news. Uh, I was really fortunate to be part of the Triple M Rocks cricket coverage. The debut. For the, for the debut. Yeah. And it was a load of fun. And it was an instant smash. Mm. I, I remember being in the ground in Brisbane for mm. the very first Sessions and when I emerged from the commentary box, everyone in the ground was listening to Triple, Triple M. M because it's entertaining. It, it doesn't take itself too seriously. There's loads of stories. Great conversation. Big guns on deck. Yeah. It, it gets a bit wobbly at times. <laughs> yeah, but that's what it you can want. Go off. But that's it is. It's yeah. entertainment and it's sport, and the guys really nailed it. And hearing it on FM radio as well was is incredible. Hear it in crystal clear. You can hear all the balls and all the you know the, the yeah. scratches on the on the crease. I had I had a load of fun. I yeah. used to get in there and do. The rundowns early. Did make you? Sure, make sure I was generally not on in the last session. <laughs> okay. They, so how would it get towards the end of the day for well, you? They'd have to cross to the bar. <laughs> My phone would ring. Yeah. Uh, Hi, mate, are you up to a cross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I think see so. why not. <laughs> oh, so in. it was so much fun. And you know what it was too, as well as, you know, for every ch- kid's dream, here's you, you're behind the bowler's arm in a commentary box, watching the best in the business go about it, travelling around the country. Yeah. And then afterwards at night, you're generally staying in the same hotel as players and these former greats, yeah. these commentators. So you're sitting at yeah, the bar. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm, all the stories. Where, uh, I'm in the first 11. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm batting number three, I reckon, <laughs> uh, after dark. And so it was just one of the great experiences of my life. The crowd loved it. Yeah, it was good. Um, we will, on Monday on this program, 
interview one of the greatest men I've ever met, which is Ian Botham. Wow. Lord Ian Botham. Sir Lord yeah. Ian Botham. Sir Lord Beefy Ian Botham. <laughs> Pick any of those titles you like. Uh, he's there. And again, growing up as a kid watching cricket, and and you know in the eighties where he dominated, like just a giant of the game. Honourable Australian. That's hundred uh, percent. Uh, loves his know, wine. A, loves his golf. Does he ever? Yeah. <laughs> he does he ever? You can often see him with a putter in one hand <laughs> and a flute <coughs> in the other. But I remember. So there are many times I get really nervous, and one yes. of the great things about the Triple M cricket coverage mm. was they put you in next to like. Former greats. Oh, yeah, of course. So I'd be next to Mark War. Yeah. Mark War was a selector at the time, an Australian cricket selector. Right. And he was also commentating on Triple M. Wow, okay. And I walk in with him <laughs> to the ground. He has his briefcase. Right. And I'm walking with him. Yeah. We go in. Uh, you hash it out. We, we get checked. We go in. We sit up. And uh, he clicks open. We go up in the garage, but she clicks open briefcase. His briefcase. Yeah. He's got an orange and a form guide. <laughs> well played, Mark. But B, so so, you, so I get to sit with all these. But I know. the only time I was genuinely concerned yeah, was with uh, Ian Botham. Right. And I said to Buzz, who was running, and I said, mm. oh, "Buzz, don't put me with Ian. He doesn't yeah. know who I am. Yes, he, he's from that. another country. You got to sit down and go. Well, it's who's, Ian Botham. Who's this dickhead? Yeah." So anyway, we were, we were doing a, a spot together mm. and uh, I was kind of warming up. I go, right. oh, Ian, how are you? Yeah. Good to see you coming out here. What about mm. Ben Stokes? You'd be pretty disappointed that Ben Stokes didn't make it. Mm. And because Ben Stokes had been in a fight. Oh, right? that's Remember right. Remember he was yeah. out in a car yeah, park yes, and it course. hurt them and he was not allowed to come. He was he was uh, charged. Mm. And uh, and both of them was really up unhappy about it. Right. He was because he's a huge Ben Stokes fan right. and thought he was on. Yeah, thing. yeah. And he said, "You know what? He just should have come." And after a second, I said, "Yeah, because it wouldn't be the first time you'd uh, sent your criminals down to <laughs> Australia to uh, you know." Yeah, yeah. And he, there was a beat, and then he burst out laughing. Oh, brilliant! And I went, "You're away, okay? Yeah, you're on. Consider the ice yes. broken." We're back in business. Well, he's back for the commentating this year, which is un- – and the comment- the teams are made. Mark Taylor is yeah. going to be a part of the yeah. uh, the commentary team this year. Sure. And some of our own, of course, James Brayshaw JB, there, Mark Howie. Howard. Can yeah. I say this? Yes. On this show on Monday, mm-hmm. we will be speaking live to Sir Ian Botham from over there. He's coming out to Australia. Amazing. He, he's going to be part of Triple M. He's going to be part of Channel 7. Yes. He's going to also be part of our Front Bar oh, Cricket no kidding. Special. Awesome. Oh, so you're going to do some further He's going to be live in our studio, oh, and great. I cannot wait uh, to get him. So well done. One of the life's great gentlemen's. Yeah. Hey, when we come back, entertainment news. Driving you home, this, this is Malloy. Malloy's Entertainment Report. Huge Entertainment News Day. Go on. Eternals uh, are to feature Marvel's first ever sex scene. Are you across this? I'm not. In the 25 movies released so far in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's been plenty of sexual chemistry. Yes. Flirting, bedroom eyes, innuendo, right. double entendres. Okay, yeah. uh, but we're led to believe there's about to be a sex scene. Now, I've got a couple of questions. Yeah. What's an Eternal? Yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. I've got a kid who's, who's 15 who's all across it, but uh, I have no idea. There's, I know there's the MCU, Whitney. which is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then you've got your, your DC as well. Uh, well know, what do the Eternals do? I don't know what the Eternals do. I've no idea what an Eternal James is. James Blake's thrown his hands up in the air. It's even too nerdy for Tim, him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, this Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, is massive. 
Uh, I feel like I'm a really outdated old. We've got a bro. mate of James is on the line, oh, really? and now Monty's giving us a call. How yeah. are you, Monty? I'm good, Mick. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Uh, Monty, a friend of mine, actually. So, Monty, uh, what do you know? What can you bring to the table in regards to <laughs> okay. the Eternals? So, basically, an Eternal, they're a group of um, immortal aliens that were created by even bigger immortal aliens in order okay. to, you know, fight. Sorry about that. So, so they've keep been going. here for thousands of years. They Well, they pretty much live forever. Yeah. And until now, they haven't interfered with us. They can only fight this group of demons, which is why when the Avengers were getting their, you know, their asses kicked, they, you know, they stand, they weren't involved. That's why <laughs> well, they just watched that happen. It was like, stayed out of it. Okay, uh-huh. so they live forever. Why don't they want to have sex? Yeah. Well, one of them has uh, been blending in on Earth as a poppy, pop, as a popular Bollywood star. So it's that kind of thing where they're like, they can do whatever they want. So they're just kind of, you know, they're just here having a good time. Right, I would have thought that involved, you know. <laughs> oh, definitely that, yeah. At I mean, stage. when in Rome. <laughs> Monty, we've got a clip here uh, for the, from the new Child of Eternals yeah. for, for you to listen to. Have a listen. Yeah, have a listen, mate. Throughout the years, we have never interfered. Until What the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, interesting. Seems realistic. Monty? Monty? Oh, yes. It definitely sounds like we're putting out thousands of years into time. That would be one of the many things on the top of the list. But if you're on, on here forever, you're going to yeah. want to root at some stage, oh, aren't you, right. Monty? I mean, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're eternal, yeah. he'd be going like the clappers. Exactly. Thought. I mean, when you think about it, if you're going to live forever, I mean, you want to live forever doing one thing and one thing only. But <laughs> wouldn't you I mean, take your time? Wouldn't you pace it out? It's like one big Earth. Like, why would you come to Earth? Because that's the main thing on offer here on Earth, isn't it? That's, that's the it. main tourist attraction. Keys in the bowl. Eternals. <laughs> exactly. Off we go. Hey, Duke him, Dave. Case of Brick Lane draft for you, Monty, is on its way courtesy of Malloy. Get on you, Monty. Oh, thank you. Welcome. Thanks for filling Thanks, us guys. in. Yeah. Good man. Appreciate it. You get the idea, guys? Yeah. That's what Eternals do. Eternals. Live yeah, forever. they're here. They live forever. They're yeah. from another planet. That's right. And they come here so and they morph they... themselves into your every day. They're having a good time. Yeah. I think we've sold the franchise. Well done. That's very, good. very well. All right. Hey, closer to home. What do you got? Uh, I need to tell you about Koshi. Koshi's oh, yeah. made a shocking discovery <laughs> on Sunrise. What? And it involves his colleagues and how and when they shower. Okay, have a listen. Do you shower before going to bed? I think that's a big one. Some people don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. So you go all day and have all the grime and and get into your jammies and get into bed dirty. He seems genuinely thrown. Makes a good point, though. What do you mean? I'm a have to. Uh, When I first... shower before you go to bed? every, Every night. When I uh, first married... I, sh- I shower after every show. <laughs> Do you? Trying to get the stink off me. Uh, when I first went out with Liz, that was sort of like the that was the thing. That was the deal. That was the deal. Did you want she up, do it? Yes. You want up in my bed? You got to shower before you come into my bed, and that was the deal. So I've done it for twenty years. Didn't give you a little dog basket. Just <laughs> put it at the end of the bed. <laughs> so that was an unbreakable. That was it. That was the the deal. So that's what I do. So and, and I, you, do you, there's certain nights when you go, don't worry about it tonight, baby. You know and what? You just sneak in. <laughs> I've tried it in the past, but it does not fly. Sure, she will know. That is unbelievable. Yeah. One of my friends, and this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Bigger loader, Andy. Mac, if you're listening, right. was Andy Mac was coming home at one night and drunk, mm. and 
slipped into bed, mm. and when he woke up in the morning, he had half a savlaki on the bedside table. <laughs> Now, that's a good woman. That's, yeah. That is. That's stayed there all night. Any woman who would allow that man. Stumbled in. In that state. Doink. Into her marital bed. Yeah. That's a good With a half a server. The girls done well, must lady. try harder. That, <laughs> yes. to me, is the most beautiful gesture. Well played. Uh, what about you? I, Are you a shower before bed kind of guy? Or what once a year. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm one of those, eh? No, for winter, I generally <laughs> stitch my singlet to my underpants. Okay. And just sort of batten down the hatches. Right. And then come out the other side. No, I'm a morning guy. Okay. It's funny because when you were a kid, yeah. you'd, your evenings. Yes, correct. And then you changed yeah, to. That's true. Mornings. This is interesting, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. What's the cash cow? What does he do? I don't know. He's in your utter butter, Cash cow. My utter butter is still driving me mad. Me too. One, triple, three, five, three. Let's right talk up. about shower habits. We know our very own James Blake showers before he has a bath, bath. and then has a shower when after he gets the bath. after the bath. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Shower habits. What's up? What are you up to? Are you waffle stomping? (laughs) What are you doing? For the drive home, this This is Malloy. So Riley, he's coming up soon. We've got a crime report. Charlie Pickering as well. So much to get through for a Thursday, Malloy. So Riley would shower in the morning. You think? In the afternoons. Have another go. Uh, Maybe sponge bath. Would he? Can you hire people to do a sponge bath? Like, if I didn't want to bath myself, could I just have someone you can ring? And it's not a sexual service, Dave, so don't turn it into something seedy. But if I'm lying in bed and I'm going, I can't be bothered today, I don't want to have a shower. Is that air tasking thing? Maybe you try. Maybe go air tasking and see if someone's going to do it. Is this uh, sponge baths are us? Right on. Yep. Could you send someone around, please? And then you just lie there, starfish on the bed. With a big loofah. Someone could probably the loofah. (laughs) Loofah. Get rid of all that dead skin off your body. Why wouldn't I? That's a good service. Nah. I'm going to go on Shark Tank. No one suggest wants that. to be doing that. Are you in the bath? Or are you just, what are you saying? You're on the bed? Your sponge bath happens on a bed in hospital. I'm not getting in the <laughs> bath. No, I'm on the bed. Wait, what, I, really? Yes, just roll me over, uh, mm. loofah my bot bot. <laughs> then. <laughs> I'm looking at Kayla. Why is there nothing wrong? Why are you looking at me like I'm mad? I just. Worry about Just you lift sometimes. my leg. There you go. <laughs> Get in there. What's happened to you? Maybe a stick with like a, you know, like chimney yeah. sweeps have. Yeah, at the back you to get just the. Keep chugging no. Away. You don't want to spot. Mate, you get that when you're old in hospital and you're on. I'm just saying, if I don't feel like you have a shower or going to a bath. Hi. Hi, is that sponge bath or us? Yes. <laughs> Can you send someone around, please? Mm, very late. I'm in the second room. <laughs> I'll be waiting. Ding dong. Yeah, Bring your A game. <laughs> <laughs> this is because Koshy's made a rule that yeah. says that uh, he can't believe yeah. you don't have a shower before bed. Have a listen. Do you shower before going to bed? I think that's a big one. Some people don't. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. So you go all day and have all the grime and, and, well, and get into your jammies and get into bed dirty. Uh, phones have blown up. Yeah. Everyone has an opinion on this. Ian's on the line. Ian, uh, what do you do? Hey, my sharing habits don't even matter anymore. I'm, I'm all about the um, sponge bath. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ian's in, signed up. <laughs> but do you do you shower in the morning or shower at night? Yeah, I shower in the morning to wake up because yeah. I'm up so early and I shower at night to 
I'm a I, tradie, so I've got to be clever. Yeah, I got I you, mate. Good, good for you. You know what? The the morning, the wake up shower is. It's like thawing out. Yeah, I, I can stand that. under there sometimes yeah. for about twenty minutes. I told you, I've got a mate, Matty mm. Everett, <laughs> who could actually smoke two cigarettes in the shower in the morning. Back in the day, in the morning. Yeah. Get out, get under the shower, and and his hand would be out the shower door with with a cigarette cigarette in it. He's off to a flyer. Uh, Well done, Ian. Tina's on the line. Tina, uh, what's your showering habits? Mm. Same for me. One at night and definitely the wake-up one in the morning. The wake-up one in the morning. And what's the one at night for? Oh, mate, you've got to be clean to get into bed. Yeah. And the hubby's got to have a shave as well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you rule with an iron fist, you do, Tina. Oh, right. Married Crikey. 37 years and still going strong, so uh, well, something's working. Yeah, so exactly. shaving before he goes to bed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Must and have big plans for the evening. Do <laughs> <laughs> good, Dave. Uh, we'll give you $100 worth of grill. You're on the Central Coast, Tina, so uh, grill burgers. There natural, sustainable go. health. Enjoy that. very nice. Thanks, guys. Our pleasure, Tina. Tyler's on the line. Tyler, what do you do? Fellas, I was strictly um, shower in the morning, yeah. and then I was in a similar boat as Dave where I met my partner, mm. yeah. and it was, you know, that was a deal breaker. Yep. You're not getting in the sheets the way <laughs> yeah. you are. Yeah. If you want any action um, at all, go scrub yourself. Yeah. That's right. Two, up. two years later, I'm now ruling with an iron fist over her. Oh. Wow. Mate, I'll tell you what, Sunday nights is when we do the fresh sheets, the fresh pyjamas, and you have your fresh shower, and you slide in there like an absolute wet glove. It's oh, fantastic. I hear what you're saying. Tell you what, Tyler. Sunday night. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> oh, well done. There's something like warm pyjamas are good, aren't they? When they fresh pyjamas? When your gym jams get straight I don't wear pyjamas. Do you know what I What do you wear? Was, uh, t-shirt? Undies? I don't know. I'll have a chat to your wife. You There's a few more rules that could be employed around what you, here. What do you have? Your flannelettes, do you? Sort of buttoned all up to the top? I, I do. <laughs> I do. I've oh, got, that's I've, awesome. I've, you know, if it's not uh, designated. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you've got your summer charmies as well? No, I tend to like the big winter ones. Right. But you know what? You've never seen a dog when it gets out of a shower? Like a puppy when it gets out of a shower? Oh, yeah. Pay, it just runs yeah. around going Oh, it does. Circle work. That's what That's I do right. when I get my gym jams. <laughs> Fresh jarbies. Mick Malloy. Yes. There he goes. Uh, Tyler, what is your... We said Tyler. That oh. was uh, Tyler. We just said. Oh, all right, mate. Well, then you should probably get rid of the call, <laughs> right. shouldn't you? See me in my office. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that, Matt. Matt. Hey, Matt. What's going on? Yep. How are you, mate? Yeah, you good, should buddy. break a leg. Should break a leg, Nicky. I'll give you a sponge bath in uh, hospital. Oh, I'm no. This is All really right. taking <laughs> a turn. This conversation, <laughs> Matt. Sorry, mate. What's going on? I uh, share share a night, mate. I'm a I'm a builder, so uh, get all hot and sweaty during the day. Yeah. So need to clean off. But uh, I can understand your James Blake uh, scenario because I lived in Japan for a while, mm-hmm. and you've got to have a shower before you get into the bath over there. Cause they don't sort of take too kindly to a Sturdy dirty uh, bloke jumping in, jumping in. Well, that's right, jumping into the uh, bath without a shower. My brother was in Japan. He went to a Japanese bathhouse. Yeah. Uh, yep. And you basically take all your clothes off and you and sit on the stool. and yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're, you're under a shower and it's all going on. Right. But what he didn't understand was on a daily basis they would change them so one would be the girls and one would be the boys. <laughs> and so he's wandered back the next day. That's awkward. Stripped down, he's sitting there on a stool is. as uh, yeah. three very polite <laughs> Japanese women come around the corner to see Hello. my brother Starkus <laughs> sitting on it's a fantastic. stool. Oh, That's yeah. a lot of crack. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm enjoying this conversation. One triple three five three. Keep it coming. Yeah. What are you up to? What are you up to? Yeah, with the program, so it's this.
Here's Malloy. Big discussion going on about showering habits, bathing habits. Yes. Uh, and there's a few, uh, well, uh, angry people out there. Seems to be. Uh, Koshy started it. He did. Uh, with this, these comments on his uh, show in the Sunrise, morning. yep. Do you shower before going to bed? I think that's a big one. Some people don't. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. So you go all day and have all the grime and, and, well, and get into your jammies, <laughs> jammies <laughs> uh, and get into bed dirty. Well, I'll tell you this much. Koshy wouldn't need a shower cap. <laughs> you know on, what I mean? Saves on shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> Shampoo. Yeah. Uh, our own James Blake here, yeah. his routine is shower, then pre-bath, have, have a bath, bath, and then get out of the bath, have another have shower. shower Wild up some of our country Understandably and regional too, I get Kate's it. on the line. Kate, right, Kate, you've got some stern words for James? I certainly do. He's very naughty and he needs to be sent to bed without a shower. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's, your, what's what's got your goat? Is he, yeah. wait, over Overuse of water? His blatant overuse of water, when we're living on tank water, Ooh. we shower with it, we drink it, we yeah. wash with it, we feed our stock with it, yeah. and we buy it every three months between six and $800 to oh, fill the tank. Wow. So he's very, very naughty. I yeah. will have a word with him. <laughs> uh, he's naughty but clean. Yeah. Well, yes, <laughs> you are correct there. His skin's always wrinkled up, yeah. like he's just got out of <laughs> yeah, a very like a, long... a giant white prune, is he? <laughs> he is. Exa- it's exa- describe his personality as well. Yeah. And where are you, Kate? Can I ask? Ask whereabouts you are. You sound like you're in a regional town or? I'm about oh, 45, 50 minutes out of Bathurst. Uh, good country up oh. there. Duca, Dave. Got some Brick Lane, a slab of Brick Lane <laughs> coming your way, Kate. So uh, enjoy you. that courtesy of the show. Hey, Kate, do you remember that scene in Australia yes. with uh, old bugger lugs? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Right. And like it's the one the scene that all the girls went bonkers over. Right. He's in the middle of a muster. They're driving the cattle up to Wyndham or somewhere. Gotcha. In the middle of the outback. Mm. And then at night, he decides there's a big tub of water right. and he goes and pours it on himself oh. da- down his chest and over his hair. All right. And all the girls go mad. I'm telling you, I've been around a couple of musters. Yeah. If you did that on a muster, you get your head kicked in for, <laughs> Most wa- definitely. for wasting, wasting a water. very, very good <laughs> barrel of water, you dick. <laughs> exactly. Good on you, Kate. Kate. Nice Thank, to thanks for the call. Thank you. Got it. <laughs> good. Caught that, James. Yeah. Be careful John. if you're off in the Bathurst region. White prune? <laughs> prune? I thought that went kind on you. <laughs> white prune is more of a raisin. Oh, yeah. Tanya's on the line. Tanya, uh, what's, what are your kids doing? Oh, my teenagers, they just like to waste the water. Yeah, here we go. If, if they've got a day off, what are you doing, mate? Oh, having a bath. Having what a bath? Doing, mate? Oh, it's cold. I might have a bath. I might have another shower. So. <laughs> hmm. It's like two or three times a day. Teenagers, you, know, like, you say? Yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a unique problem. My teenagers are too clean. <laughs> yeah. the complete opposite of every other teenager yeah. in the history of the world. Do care, Dave. I've got $100 worth of grilled oh. burgers for you, Tanya. Uh, enjoy, Kirsten. Well done, Tanya. Love Sandy's on the line. Sandy, Ooh, Sandy, what's your preferred method? Well, it's got to be uh, definitely in the morning. You've got to get up, got to get fresh, got to get to work clean and smelling nice. I yeah. can't stand it when I can smell the bed on other people. But <laughs> if, if I'm going to bed and I or my partner have a shower, it's sort of like, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, and actually, I think um, Koshy's just a bit of a prude anyway. So. Yeah, well, well said. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why he has to know this information anyway, really. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's a nosy Parker. Yeah, Good on you, Sandy. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Mark's on the line. Mark, uh, what are you thinking, buddy? 
G'day, Mick. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. What, what's your... <laughs> hey, I've got a, got a question for you, Mick, man yep. of much knowledge. Yeah. If you go and have a shower and you wash yourself and you're clean, yeah. then you dry yourself. Why are your towels dirty? That's right. You should never have to wash a towel. Exactly. You should never, ever have to wash a towel. But they do get a bit so, rank after a while. They do smell a bit after you've been, you know. There's one, there's one, one less chore yeah. for your mum, Mick. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, mum. Yeah, I mean, occasionally there's a towel, towel sitting on the end of the rack okay. with bullet holes. <laughs> right, no. Oh, yeah, that's a bit different. From the old, uh, good on you, Mark. Thanks yeah. for the call. I think we've got time for one more. Yeah, yes, let's do one do. more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Emra. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, it's about your dad. Yeah. Hey, boys. How's it going? I think we've got um, a winner. Yeah. Um, so my dad, he's 52, and apparently ever since he was a kid, and in, even now, um, as I see him at home, he, he has a, every time he has a number two, he, he takes a shower. So oh, well even, if, it, even well if it's halfway through the day, he'll, he'll do a number two, and then you'll see the, the water turn on, and... You know he's done a number two, so James needs to give that a crack. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Absolutely. That's a, no need for the bidet, James. No. Just go and have a shower. I took yeah. him. That is a, a good case step. of brick lane draft on its way for you, Emra. Thanks for calling, buddy. Appreciate that. Alrighty. Up next, it is Titus O'Reilly. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. My God, yeah. Returning with more sport. <laughs> Titus O'Reilly. The biggest competition in world sport right now would have to be T20 uh, World Cup uh, over there in the UAE. Pakistan having a scorcher. Got away, got the chockies last night too against uh, New Zealand. Not all going well in that camp though. Here to discuss Titus O'Reilly. What do you know? Uh, well, what have you brought to the table for us? Well, my favourite in sport is uh, someone having a bit of a meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. We all love it. A tanty. It's great. And show her back to a man not unknown to her. <laughs> a bit of a meltdown. Yes. He, was on a, he was on a panel show in Pakistan after the match. Yes. Where things got a little – I'd start off – it was a panel show. There were nine people on the panel. I think there were less people watching. <laughs> <laughs> Including, I think, the there was like Viv Richards and oh, David wow, okay. Gower. And, oh, and, right. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, the, the, it was great. And so – Show of actor and the host got in a bit of a, a fight. I think we got a grab here of it, which is the start of it. Let's have a listen. You know, it's being a little rude, so I don't want to say that. No, no, if no, you're no. being over smart, then you can go. Okay, Sana. So would you mind uh, telling me that uh, uh, No, no, no. Excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. Talk we take a break. We'll be right back. Game on. Oh. So the host dirtied up. At all. Yeah, the host cuts him off, just doesn't let him start wow. to have the argument. There you go. Well, that is, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he claimed it was a disrespectful attack by the show's host. Is that oh. well? They did, and this is how he responded straight after the break. Uh, I don't think I should be sitting here right now, so I'm resigning. Thank you very much. So uh, uh, now uh, we see Asif Ali scoring uh, 27 and 12 balls with one four and three sixes. Wow. <laughs> he can hear him uh, leaving. He's not a happy camper. Take some mic off. Uh, by the way, uh, Titus, that's not the most disrespectful thing to ever happen to Shoaib Akhtar. He... Oh, I think you're going to say exactly what I said. <laughs> fire away, fire away, please. Bring it to the table. Well, it'd be funny if this is not the same, if we haven't come up with the same one. <laughs> But he he once couldn't play a game because of genital viral warts. Oh, well. But it, when you read it on the team sheet, it goes yeah, you know, Quasim Raja out. Uh, you know, knee soreness. 
right through it. And then it just goes, <laughs> just goes showing back to out genital warts. <laughs> and Horrible. the best bit about it is he didn't give them permission to announce that. <laughs> so they've just come out. And, and I'd love to... I'd love to have heard the conversation when he got home when some, when the wife read the team sheet. Team sheet. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not playing, honey. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know. Very but awkward. apparently genital warts is, I, I mean, it's, it sounds on its own enough to be a bit of a go, but apparently that is a major sledge in Pakistan. It's, I think right. it's the, possibly the worst thing you can say about someone. Yeah. So really? that, there may have had been a bit of mayo on that mm. behind the scenes. So, what, that so having it is like most embarrassing in Pakistan, where here I just call it Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you, you, you see the funny side, you laugh it off. <laughs> well, he said that he... Had to have electromagnetic treatment to burn them off, Oof. which to me sounds like, you know, that's going to keep you out of a whole test at least, isn't it? <laughs> it was during the during the tea break. Oh yeah, during <laughs> drinks. Hey, uh, we're going to take a break and come back and spend some more time with Titus O'Reilly. You got it. It is Malloy on Triple M. Then Charlie Pickering to join us after the song whisperer too. It's Malloy Triple M. For the drive home. This is Malloy. We're joined by Titus O'Reilly. By the way, you can catch this week's episode of The Cheat Seats replayed tonight at 10.10 on 10. I can't get enough of him. They're replaying it. There it's around go. the clock. It's a <laughs> Radio, encore presentation. TV, he is, uh, he's the rage. Oh, he's the hottest thing. He he'd be like a GQ man of the year this year. Uh, <laughs> Titus O'Reilly. Titus, we've asked you to hang around. You've got to participate in the Song Whisperer. Before we get there... The Winter Olympics. Now, I love the Winter Olympics because I call it the Hot Olympics. Oh, yeah. Because they're all from, like, Scandinavian countries and they're wealthy families. Mm. So they're just smoking hot. The chicks are hot. The guys are buffed. So it's the Hot Olympics. Uh, What can we expect? Where are we at? Well, well, there's always controversy about it. And to your point, my favourite ever was... Some a couple that loved the Olympics so much, the Winter Olympics, they decided they wanted to go, but as actual Olympians. Okay. So they were from one, the wife was from Italy, uh, Angelica, and the husband, Gary uh, Di Silvestri, he was American. They didn't, they decided they want to go. So they decided the best way to qualify as an athlete is to go through a country that's not good at Winter Olympics. <laughs> right. they, chose, they chose Dominica in the Caribbean. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is still actively being formed by geothermal volcanic <laughs> So it's not exactly a winter wonderland. Yeah. And they yeah. worked out if you paid $175,000, you could become a citizen of Dominica yeah. overnight. Right. And so they did that and then they established, they convinced the government to establish the National Ski Association of Dominica. <laughs> Once again, tropical island with a volcano. This is a, it's a canny plan. And, yeah. Canning plan. Anyway, they barely could qualify. So, but they just went and did all these like little tournaments, yeah. qualified. They walk out at Sochi as the actual flag bearer. <laughs> they go to all the parties as athletes. They get written off and then they ring in sick to their events. Oh, gold. <laughs> gold. I know, I know that exact feeling because I did the same thing uh, in Singapore. When I was supposed to be involved oh, yeah. in a it's celebrity story. soccer match, have I told you this it's story? Oh, we were over there for the Bollywood. Uh, Look, it's a long story. I was over there with Brett Lee and Shane Lee, and we were there for the Bollywood Oscars. I was supposed to be presenting an award. They were over there <laughs> doing something. I know, it's a funny story. We get there. But my one thing was I had to appear in this 
celebrity soccer match. Had to do it. Anyway, Singapore is right on the equator. Mm. And when you've been drinking like a maniac for, <laughs> say, 24 hours, you're in no condition to even walk out the door right. uh, without turning into a, a big puddle oh, of humidity sweat. humidity be nuts. So I found a guy about my size and my shape and I paid him to put my jumper on, which had Malloy written on the back, and watched as he ran, as he ran out with with, with Mark Brett Lee. The, the, the guy Shane Lee, Brett Lee, yeah. was sitting there going, who, who are you? <laughs> and I'm up in the stands because it was the reverse. Everyone looks the same. I was relying <laughs> on the idea that over there oh. they couldn't tell one sweaty, fat Westerner <laughs> from the next, oh. and boom, I've yeah. gotten away with well it. Well played. So. I would have thought the Singapore, the huge following you have in Singapore <laughs> would have been right through. All right. Hey, uh, we need to get into this song whisperer. Oh, Here we go. with Titus. Yes, Titus. Okay. He's going to have a guess. Uh, give us the uh, synopsis, Synopsis please. of this song is, this guy needs to grow up. He's no longer in high school, although he is acting like a 13-year-old. This prankster's days are numbered. Behind the green door. Behind the green door. I don't know why I said that. I just... Who was that? Was that Shaken Stevens? Shaken Stevens. It was, wasn't it? Um, no. You've come on a good day. No, not... I was going to say the exact same song. It's uncanny. Wow. Uh, no, Give us the clue again. All right. This guy needs to grow up. He's no longer in high school, although he's acting like a 13-year-old. This prankster's days are numbered. Prankster? Yeah. He's just a... He's a pretty fly for a white Whoa. guy. Is he a Offspring. bit of a dick? He's, he's, a, a, he's, a, massive, he's a bit of a dick. Massive douchebag. Are his pranks any good? He's, no way. He's Is he pranks, well liked? No. Right. He's not well liked by anybody. So he's looking for attention. He's just just a juvenile. That's you got a big wang. Okay. okay. One triple three five three. Are you out? I'm out. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a hot potato. Hot potato. No, it's not uh, the Wiggles either. But if you do know, I have All a guess. Right. One triple three five three. Driving you home. This is Malloy. Time to gather back around your wireless people. Here comes the big second hour of Malloy. It's got to be a beauty. Charlie Pickering, not far away. He always brings us in something uh, great. Something sort of a bit off-Broadway, bit generally, off-beat. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and he'll be gearing up for the yearly, too, which he always does towards the end yeah. of the year. And uh, takes a look back on what a great year. Oh, 2021. 2021. Good wow. riddance. Yeah. Go F yourself. <laughs> 2021. Yep. Yeah, more, I think. Me too. Uh, we'll take your calls, we'll take your tweets, but let's start at the top with one of Dave's two segments. Oh, yeah. Song Whisperer. Uh, song Whisperer, the other one being Dave's Corner. You've got to go to the podcast, of It's course. a personal one today. It's, uh, it's per- It doesn't get any more personal than this. It this involves is... penetration. Mm-hmm. Should I have, have too much? Indeed, way too much. No, he's quite near. No, don't say that. Right. But very personal. It's yeah, uh, highly it, personal. It, it involves me and hey. a physician. <laughs> okay, that's all I'll say. Like and uh, some might describe as a very aggressive first date. <laughs> Episode 34, by It's the way. all for you, yeah. Dave. No, and this, uh, this is not my segment. I still consider this Jay's segment that I inherited. You stole it from I Jay. I did not. Well, he left. He quit the show. He said, look, I'm... I feel uh, awkward doing it. I feel like... But you insisted, so... That's not true. You Here we go. Synopsis, it. please. This guy needs to grow up. He's no longer in high school, although he is acting like a 13-year-old. This prankster's days are numbered. Age. Age of Reason. Oh, John Farnham. Farnsey. Oh, he just got that note. 
Yeah. Listen again. I don't reckon he hits right, it. Okay. Go, go back again. I don't reckon he hits it. Back to start. All right. Yeah, back to start. And the top one. He doesn't get it. What about the world around us? Oh, oh, he's all flat. Yeah. He's not. It's flat. You're an idiot, mate. That is Farnsey. He can hit any note. That is, he doesn't get there. He tries. It's a valiant attempt, but he's no, he didn't take the chockies. He did a cover of Cold Chisels When the War Is Over, which is, oh, that'll give you goosebumps. It's unbelievable. Why do you need to cover that song? Well, why not? I don't know. Yeah. He did it. Tell Braithwaite will cover it and well, get maybe, inducted well. into the Hall of Fame. Major uh, Reason is not right, by the way. What about, mm. is it? Oh, what, Green Door? <laughs> As you said before. Dave, that was a considered guess. Shake and Steve. Not Shake and Steve. What about uh, Dell? Is it Adele? Adele. That's my karaoke song. Is it already? And you know the words to it. What's the next line? This is. (laughs) Can I tell you this? Is this is this a thing? But. Girls in, in music write a lot about their breakups, don't you? You hear a lot of that? Well, I think because it sells records and it's coming from the heart. You but know, it doesn't matter who you are. It's kind of Taylor Swift. And you're know, yeah. often writing about a broken heart retrospectively. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas blokes, what a bloke. What a no, bloke. One bourbon, one scotch, <laughs> one beer, generally the theme. Uh, that is not Adele, uh, it's not Age of Reason, nor Green Door. All uh, right, Jed's on the line. Jed. Uh, come on, Jed. Yeah, how are you, fellas? Yeah, we're good, mate. Uh, give us the guff. What do you reckon the song is? Oh, I get a job by the offspring. Oh. Guy needs to grow up. It's got pianola in it. <laughs> it's pianola. It's kind of like a bit uh, oobla dee, oobla da, isn't it? Oh, they could <laughs> Can you hear that? It's court case. <laughs> That's uh, a court case. Why don't you get a job? No, it's, no. Not, uh, it's not that one. Sorry, Jay. Sorry, Duke Jed. him. Jed, uh, you're in Kempsey, uh, North Coast, New South Wales. We'll give you a slab of brick lane on its the way. The best in the business. You can get them from Dan Murphy's yeah. too, people. The well greatest done. draft beer floating around right now. Well done. Yeah. I, I, I drink it. It's great. Yeah, all right. Well, pay me. Okay. Travis is on the line. Travis, song, please. Uh, offspring, original prankster. Oh, Offspring. Come on, Dave. Tell me. Original, yeah. Tell me he hasn't nailed that one. Well, uh, the guy needs to grow up. Original prankster. Yes. No. no. Uh, it's not that either, Travis. Oh, I would have thought for not sure. Not original Bad prankster. Bad luck, Travis. Sorry, uh, thanks for playing. Andrew's on the line. Andrew, G'day song, boys. please. I reckon the song is What's My Age Again by Blink-182. Well, you need to get the band's name right. <laughs> no, you did you absolutely do. Right. Well, You don't get it if it's... If you don't say the band's name right, you can't. Blink-182 is the name of the band. Blink-182. We're not going to have this argument again. It's Blink-182. Blink-182. Well, and the song, well, you've got to win it first, oh, isn't it? All right. What's my age again? Um, oh, what's my age again? That sounds on the money. Yeah. Uh, still more amused by prank phone calls. What the hell is call ID? Well, I should act my age. And it's all in there. You're absolutely Andrew right. has nailed it. Absolutely. Blink 182. Now I'll ask Mark, what's the name of your band? Hey, what's up? This is Mark and Travis from Blink 182. It's time from Blink 182. We're on Triple M. (laughs) That is what they say in the Northern Territory. On the Northern Territory? In the the Northern Hemisphere. In the Southern Hemisphere, it's Blink 182. See what I've got to put up with, Andrew? Andrew, what's Andrew won? Andrew, you've won $300 worth of chicane tools. When yeah, you need baby. to nut it out, turn to chicane tools. Trade quality All hand right. tools with a lifetime warranty, chicane. Well done to you, Andrew. Cheers, boys. Happy days indeed. Here is Blink 182. What's my age again? Charlie Pickering next. My boy, 
driving you home. This is Malloy. Yeah, and joining us right now, he's been a good friend of the show for a few years, and we love him. It's Charlie. Uh, Owner-operator owner of, of The Weekly, oh, uh, produces Hard Dominates. Quiz with Tom Gleeson. He's a mogul. He, he is a mogul. In front of the camera, behind the camera, right. holding the camera. He's a triple, quadruple, sunk, triple threat. <laughs> If there's such a thing, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, Pickering. Charlie Pickering. Thank you. I'm not sure I'm a mogul, but I definitely ski that way. Come on, <laughs> nice. And it's jokes like that that keep getting me asked back <laughs> on this show. Well, you're on the big bucks. Can you tell me what the post-lockdown environment has been yeah. like for you? What's the first thing you did? Where'd you go? Oh, first thing, I you know, as soon as curfew was over, just a nutty run down the street, Mickey. Tribute to you. <laughs> but um, I love a good nudie run. Yeah. It's funny, like, you know, the lockdown was lifted and freedom came and, and I was excited and then I remembered I'm still a father of two young children and I don't go out to pubs. <laughs> <laughs> so who am I fooling? Who yeah. am I fooling? <laughs> You're in the middle of an 18-year lockdown. Yeah. Photos of my single comedian mates drinking beers in pubs and me going, wow. Post-lockdown is a lot like during lockdown. <laughs> I saw a good picture of you out and about recently. Was it you as a Essendon band? Really barreling the camera. Yeah. This was obviously pre-TV career. Right. <laughs> I had a goatee that should not be seen on TV. <laughs> but uh, it, it was the 2000 grand final. Matthew Lloyd had just kicked a goal from about 50 out. Yeah. It was, you know, it was one. It was the great greatest time ever to be sure. an Essendon supporter. And I just realised, I saw the red light come on the camera, <laughs> or, you know, when they panned yeah. around to the crowd, and I and I barrelled it and gave it a bit of a number one. <laughs> <laughs> well played. And, you know, after that I just thought, do you know what, maybe there's a career in this, you know, being um, unpalatable on TV. Maybe I should give that a go. <laughs> well, you looked good, you looked energetic. Yeah. And, uh, your team, <laughs> when, you, when your team's up and about, oh, yeah, uh, you've got to get involved. Uh, what's I know you follow the news closely. Yeah. Uh, what mm. has taken your fancy? What's the big story mm. of the day for you? I mean, obviously, the the big story is the is is the the, the enormous step forward that Australia is making on climate change. I just think yeah. it's incredible. <laughs> and Scomo is a negotiating genius. Oh yes, you know he somehow took on the might of the Nationals <laughs> and came out with exactly what he had going into yeah. the negotiation. Yeah. Anyway, you know, um, it, it actually is a master negotiator step to spend an entire weekend thrashing it out with <laughs> Barnaby Joyce and somehow be able to announce something that's exactly the same as what existed <laughs> before. My work here is done. Yeah. I mean, that would have been gruelling. He's come out the other side. The nation Will be forever grateful. He's for on his the... way over there now. He's, I think he left this morning on his way to Glasgow. To Glasgow? Yeah. Tough That's town, right. Glasgow. You ever been to Glasgow? I've, I've played Glasgow a wow. couple of times Jeez. doing stand-up. Really? You, you were being glassed. Did they throw things at you? They're, they're, a, they're a rowdy bunch. This showed I was a tourist. I broke up a fight in Glasgow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and um, it was really funny. Like, it was after the gig. The gig had gone fine. And, uh, and after the gig, I was just having a drink in the bar and a few punters were coming up. And then a guy started abusing his girlfriend at the bar. Mm. Like it was a bit ugly. Mm. Yes. And no one was doing anything. Yeah. And naturally, as an Australian abroad, I felt it important <laughs> sure. to get involved. Yes. And I just went up and say, hey, hey, you shouldn't talk to ladies like that. And she turned on me <laughs> in the most yeah. incredible way. I don't need you to talk for me. <laughs> I've got this under control. He is my bitch. You know, and I was wow. like, well, there yeah. you go. All it, right. That's not an uncommon story. <laughs> when, when inserting yourself into domestic violence mm. situations, that is uh, more often than not how yeah. they end up. In Glasgow, a couple of things I remember was they have like an odd spot. 
and like it like the uh, you know the age odd spot. Yeah, and this paper. was uh, a guy turned up at a soccer 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 ground with a samurai sword in an attempt to kill someone. Anyway, Ooh. they got the sword off him and chopped him up. Oh my I go, god! I go, well, that's just hilarious. <laughs> Nutty. But that's like that story just before we go tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's a right. cat yeah. got found in a uh, laundry Jesus. basket. So that was a true thing. And the other one... Do you know what? That, that samurai sword incident is a lot like Scott Morrison's climate change policy. It relies, <laughs> relies heavily on self-regulation without authorities getting involved. That's right, 100% Just right. Let them chop themselves to pieces. It'll be fine. I went to a pub in Glasgow. Sorry, you've got me on pubs mm. now. I can't, oh, can't get off them. I went to a pub. We, we were walking over from a gig and went, oh, there's two pubs. One of them's bound to be skanky. This is Glasgow. Mm. Uh, mildly dangerous mm. A bit un- unnerving. So let's go into this one. We walk in and we go, oh, damn it. We've made the wrong choice. They're like real rough people right. there. They're even an element of like a titty bar, okay. like with some poles. And Righto. It looked dingy. And, and what was, was wrong with it? <laughs> well, I was sitting there going, guys, let's just, if we've got a beer now, we need to just yeah. finish it or we look silly. Let's yeah. just finish our beers mm. and go. We've made the wrong course. Let's live with it. Mm. Walk out the front door going, we should have gone to the other one. At which point there's five police cars and a guy comes flying out the window and oh, lands on the pavement. God. I go, good choice. <laughs> okay, well done, Glasgow. <laughs> hey, Charlie, can you stick around, mate? I, you always do this for me. You you always bring something to the table yeah. and it's usually in the form of a nutty TV show. <laughs> yeah. I believe you're coming again after this. A drive home that's pretty loose. This is Malloy. We're joined by Charlie Pickering. By the way, Charlie's podcast, The Time Traveller's Guide to Not Dying, Audible Com.au. Tell me about that again. I, yeah. I, I love this concept. Look, it's set in the future, yeah. and I am a, a washed-up version of myself, so yes. it's probably January. But um, <laughs> it's uh, no, it's actually in the year 2040, and I'm a washed-up version of myself. And as bit of a, a bit of a corporate gig, I am hosting the travel guide, and it's how to use your new time machine that you've just right. bought. Yeah. And I'm also spruiking various time travel packages and which periods of history you can go back to. Yeah. And it's like Getaway. Mm. If Katrina Roundtree, instead of going to, you know, Dubbo, uh, was going to the Renaissance. Yeah, right. 14th century France Salem, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salem witch trials, absolutely. And, mm. uh, and in most situations, uh, it turns out you would die in history. Right. I, I've, I've concluded. Okay. Death was pretty popular <laughs> in history. Well, sounds like a beauty. I'll uh, I'll yeah. look it up. Uh, now, what have you got for me today? Okay, so, you know, I, I was thinking politics hasn't been too impressive lately and, mm. and leadership has been a little disappointing. Sure. And so I've found, I found a reality TV show, sadly short-lived, only one season oh. and cancelled amidst some controversy. That's longer than Heil Hitler, I'm Home, which you bought us <laughs> yeah. last time. That's right. Still getting over that. Yeah, this is, it's not quite as dicey as Heil Hitler, I'm Home, <laughs> but it's close. So anyway, so this one puts leadership in in the hands of a different group of people with similarly poor results. Let's listen to the setup, shall okay. we? This is Bonanza City, New Mexico, or what's left of it anyway. The pioneers who ran this place back in the 1800s ran it into the ground. Lack of leadership and lack of will combined to leave this town completely and totally dead. 
Now, 40 new pioneers will try to fix their forefathers' mistakes and build a town that works. It won't be easy. Pioneer living is tough. And the amazing part is, these pioneers are children. <laughs> oh, my God. It is an abandoned what? Western ghost town in the middle of the desert, <laughs> and they literally dump... 40 children completely unsupervised to run the town. And if you thought Lord of the Flies worked out, well, let's make a TV show about that. This show absolutely nails it. And the the kids, the kids were so excited to be there. Wow. The oldest just turned 15. The youngest is eight and a half. I think I'm going to die out here because there's nothing. Eight and a half. Oh, wow. oh my god! So there is there is a core of four kids that are leaders that tell everyone what to do. Right. I'll shock you; they don't turn out too popular. <laughs> um, and then everyone gets given jobs like right. cooking, washing the clothes, setting up beds. And I I cannot stress this enough: they are getting zero help from adults. Like okay. there's there is no adults involved. <laughs> there is absolutely no assistance. Right, and it yeah. and it goes very very badly. Oh. At first, they have trouble cooking, and the first problem is what they're going to eat. The first dinner is meant to be chicken. Okay, <laughs> and there is one kid who grew up on a farm trying to show the others how they're going to eat some chicken. Uh. Bring the chicken up. You're gonna hold it tight. Hold it straight. Hold it. You're gonna stretch its neck out. Go. All right, guys. You ready? Hold it. Hold it. The natural cycle of oh. life and death. And so they have to kill their own yeah. chicken okay. and then cook dinner. This project, it won't surprise you, is a bit too much for most of the kids. Right. And it ends up there is the cooking is the biggest problem, right. it turns out. And there is one girl that ends up carrying all the responsibility for yeah. cooking for 40 children. She's never cooked before. Okay. And I'll be honest, it's it's not her fault it's not going well because the others aren't pulling their weight. Have a listen to this little argument. Yeah, I'm cooking breakfast alone. Hold on, I got money on this game. Why do you have money on the game when you're supposed to be cooking breakfast? I have money on this game. I have two more bowls to get it. So you're here. gambling when you're supposed to be cooking breakfast? Yep. <laughs> What is going guy, on? So there's a, a guy has house. put money on a game of pool right. and won't come and cook breakfast. Wow. And it's like, wow, this is just like adult society. Are They've they look- absolutely replicated. It is incredibly authentic and they, like it all descends into chaos within one episode. The show did get cancelled at the end of the series. Sure. Right. A kid got a kid got um hot grease on its face while oh it was cooking my. and had to be airlifted out of there. Oh, my God. The um, parents tried to sue CBS, all of them unsuccessfully, because they'd signed incredible waivers. Yes. Now, you would think after all of that that the parents would be furious with yeah. this whole process, that the kids would be distraught. Mm. Yes. But the producers are geniuses. They know what can make this Lord of the Flies meets Deadwood situation, what can turn the whole thing around and make everyone love it in the most American way possible. It's money. Listen to this. That star you're holding, Uh pretty heavy, huh? Yeah. Well, it's worth its weight in gold. Literally. $20,000. What do you think your mom and dad would say about this? I think they're going to be thrilled. I think they're going to scream. 
Well, maybe you should give your folks a call. I've got, I've got something to tell you. What's the matter? I just, I just won $20,000. What? Are you kidding me? God, I cannot believe it. When you hear your kids sounding happy, there is no better feeling in the world. <laughs> it's the same kid that was just telling off the guy for gambling on a pool game. <laughs> she has not been having a good time. And good luck getting out of Dodge with 20 grand in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, right. There'll be a bunch of ruffians <laughs> will be waiting out the front of the saloon as you walk past who will be having all that. So it's kind of like a, uh, a, a kiddie's Deadwood yeah. is the way you look at yeah. it. It is kids' Deadwood and it's funny. It was seen as one of the worst things done to children in a very long time. Yes. But the producers say they'd like to make it again. <laughs> like, So they're, they're actually talking about remaking it right now. Well, I love it. You never fail to disappoint. Hang around, Charlie. We'll uh, talk some more after this. It's Malloy on Triple M. This is Malloy. Joined by Charlie Pickering on the show. It is Malloy on Triple M. He always delivers. He so always good. brings us something. Did you yeah. know uh, after you brought us uh, Heil Honey, I'm Home, yeah. Jim Jeffries, who we were on the show from time mm. to time, was aware of the exact same episode yeah. where he just could not believe mm. how, what he had seen. <laughs> it's it's nice to know that my tastes and Jim Jeffries' tastes yeah. are so close. <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's reassuring. Yeah, like, like peas in a pod, you too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now, we mentioned the weekly. I always look forward to it at the end of the year, yeah. the yearly. Please promise me that you'll be doing your new – is it your New Year's Eve show? Well, I'm doing I'm doing the yearly late December and I'm hosting New Year's and Eve. And hosting New Year's Eve well. all. But the yearly is a great retrospective mm. uh, look at the year. It's not going to be a lot of joy in this one. I'm going to – spoiler alert. <laughs> but I remember getting to the end of 2020 going, thank God that year's yeah, yeah. disappearing in the rear vision mm, mirror. Yeah. And then 2021 yeah. just – Took it up a notch. So it'll be an interesting year to do an autopsy on. Absolutely. Well, you know, you know, I love efficiency. And looking back, I can reuse most of 2020's (laughs) yearly and just run it for this year. I've got great lockdown stuff. I've got people not wanting to get vaccinated, can't get the vaccine. We've got everything. It's all ready to go. That'll be on when, did you say? Dates for that? Uh, That's on ABC. Uh, It's it's late December. I'm working on it at the moment. We're making it in the TV minds as we speak. Sounds great, mate. Always a pleasure to have you on the program. Program, uh, and the podcast too, The Time Traveller's Guide to Not Dying at Audible.com.au. Yeah. You want to check that out? Good on you, mate. Too kind, guys. Good Speak on you. To you soon. Get with the program, toots. This is Malloy. Thanks to Ladbrokes, and you can Ladbroke at this spring carnival. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Derby coming up this weekend. I'm going to Ladbroke my brains out on are Derby Day. Really? There are so many <laughs> options. We'll have that app in my hot little hand. Well, You know what I'm going to do? Sleep with it overnight in my hand. You know the great card players right. that will sleep with a deck of cards are you kidding? in their hand? Really? They have to be one with it. Just get the feeling it. for it? They'll cut it. And uh-huh. they'll cut it and tell you how many cards are in each. And you know, part, just by the feeling. They of it. know because they're so at one with it. Oh, I That's see. how I. So you'll go to bed to be... tomorrow night before Derby and then you'll just sleep with the phone with, with the app. With the app, right. with the Ladbrokes app on, and okay. I'll just occasionally look at it mm. and imagine placing a bet. <laughs> I can't wait. Wow. Am I overexcited? Do oh, I sound saying, overexcited? You do, you are. Because excited. it's the best app ever made. Of course. Fastest, quickest, best, oh, highest, fastest, fast. strongest. I can't come Lightning up with fast. enough. Superlatives to sure. describe this brilliant bit of machinery. And if you've already got the app and you go, you know what, I don't think it's this fast, it's because you haven't updated it. Update it, you yeah. dickhead. Okay. You're an idiot if you uh-huh. don't update it. Yeah, that's it's it. It's there. Yeah, it's, you just got to hit you know, refresh and update and there you go, you got the fast Off one. you go. And yeah. look, take a blended bet. Blended bet. You can have five 
Yeah. Five horses that can possibly win. Yep. Blend it up. Into a single fixed up, price win. Yeah, roll right. it out and collect. That's how it is. Got the same race multi as well, which is, uh, allows you to multi different finishing positions in the same race for a bigger potential payout as well. Professional tip. Professional. Don't do anything stupid right. till the horse passes the post. Okay. And I'm not just talking to punters. I'm talking to jockeys as oh. well. Listen to this. They jump it almost together. There's nothing between them. On the outside, Moscow Flyer putting in a determined bid from the back. Hoy Cloyers finishing strongly. <laughs> Central House Foot Island in third, Moscow Flyer. Hoy Cloy the far side. They're running up towards the finish. And he's mistaken the winning post. Oh. He's mistaken the winning post completely, Roger Lockridge. And Hoy Cloy has come through to win it. <laughs> what a disaster. Oh, no. See? Idiots. Now, if you had a blended bet, you might have had Hoy Cloy as well. Yes. So you're going, oh, no. My horse has stopped. What a dickhead <laughs> jockey. Oh, hang on. My hey, other horse just won. <laughs> yeah, right. baby. The blend, the bet, you bastards. Yeah, and you are it. back in it. Well, I love it. Multi. Get exciting. Here blend we go. Derby day, cup day. This is, wow. It's great. Nirvana. Great. It really is. Racing Nirvana. Ladbroke at this spring carnival. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. It is Malloy on Triple M. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. Done for the day. Done Back again tomorrow Dave. with another big show too. We've got uh, Andy Griffiths on the show tomorrow. I Author love extraordinary. Andy Griffiths, uh, one of my favourite authors. Treehouse uh, series, which is hugely popular. My yeah. kids grew up with those books. Uh, my boys too will be disappointed. They can't come in. Last time. To, last Do you time. remember? They, they double teamed him, didn't they? They did. It was like good cop, bad cop. Whack, 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 whack. And he was so wonderful with uh, with the young people. So, yeah, he's a you ripper. Meet people certain people who I think are more comfortable in the company of, of children. Yep. And not to mean he wasn't perfectly no, no, fond of right. us, but yeah. he's just a natural. He was in his he's own, a, He's a natural. He? And, uh, oh, I can't wait. His books are brilliant. He's got a great mind. Yeah. The kids love him. Andy Griffith tomorrow and Dave O'Neill is going to join us as not well. Not so much the kids don't love Dave. <laughs> don't they? So much. He's very active on Twitter at the moment. He um, He's throwing a few haymakers around at the moment, so I'm liking Dave. Is he getting controversial? He's getting a little controversial. Is he furniture over? A little bit. Wow. So uh, creating a few uh, fires here and there. So, um, yeah, Is he going to have Wooey? Will he have Wooey? Oh, I hope so. Well, I yeah, like well, to see if Wooey's uh, around. That's the puppet, of course. From, Can I say this? Yes. Uh, listen to the podcast, podcast if you haven't already, and yep. make sure you're drinking the magic of Dave's <laughs> Corner. It's a bit personal today. Today. Yeah. Way. Very personal. Very personal. Intrusive. Yeah, is another little, way of saying it. Oh, yeah. I'm a bit uncomfortable it's going to be published in a moment. Oh, but, I'm surprised yeah. you're sitting down. You've been warned. You need one of those little ring cushions. <laughs> Back to drive you home again tomorrow with another Malloy here on Triple M. This has been the Malloy Tribe Show podcast. Putting a bet on with Ladbrokes is as fast as tap, tap, boom. Campbell responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.